This is the Do It Scared podcast with Ruth Sukup, episode number 86. On today's Get Ruthed coaching episode, we're chatting with professional cleaner Stacy Freeman about the best way to pivot from service-based business to online revenue. Welcome to the Do It Scared podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and each week on the show, we will talk about how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and create a life you love. Today's episode was brought to you by Elite Blog Academy, our online program that teaches you step-by-step how to build a successful, profitable, and sustainable online business. Whether you already have a business or you're just thinking about starting one, EBA provides a comprehensive and proven approach to refining your message, growing your audience, and generating a sustainable revenue. With more than 11,000 students in 60 countries worldwide, we know exactly what works and what doesn't. And our goal is to help you create a business that you love. If you are interested in finding out more, we invite you to join our free training just for podcast listeners at doitscared.com slash EBA. Once again, that's doitscared.com slash EBA. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. As always, My name is Ruth Sukup, and I'm the founder of Living Well, Spending Less, and the Living Well Planner, as well as the founder of Elite Blog Academy, and the New York Times bestselling author of six books, including my newest book, Do It Scared. In today's Get Ruth Coaching episode, we're talking to Stacey Freeman. Stacey is both an Elite Blog Academy student and a member of our Doing It Scared coaching program as well as the owner of a successful professional cleaning service business, which she has owned for 27 years. And although her service-based business has been very successful, Stacy recently decided to add an online component, not to attract more clients, but as a way of actually sharing her expertise with other cleaning business owners so that she can eventually step out of the service provider role and become more of an educator. But right now, Stacy most needs help with figuring out how to maximize her limited time and energy on the right activities that are going to drive the right clients her way. She wants to grow her online business so that she can cut back on the physical cleaning, but it's hard to know exactly where she should be focusing her time and energy. Plus, she's had a few setbacks recently that have sapped her enthusiasm, but I think we're going to be able to get her back on track. We're going to dive into Stacey's business in just a minute, but before we do, I want to make sure that you know you can get the show notes for this episode along with all the links to everything we're going to be talking about by visiting doitscared.com slash episode 86. Once again, that's doitscared.com slash episode 86. Also, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to doitscared.com to take our free fear assessment to find out exactly how fear might be showing up in your life and potentially holding you back, as well as to discover exactly what you can do about it. And while you're there, remember that you can also sign up for our free business training masterclass at doitscare.com slash EBA. Alrighty. So without further ado, let's find out how we can help Stacy take her business online. 
Hey, Stacey. Welcome to the Do It Scared podcast. Are you ready to get roofed? I think so, Ruth. <laughs> I don't know. You don't sound too sure. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so what's going on? Tell me, what uh, what are you looking to fix in your business right now? Well, I'm coming off of a huge fail for me. I love fails. Oh, I don't. (laughs) I know they're not fun when you're going through them. Okay. So tell me, tell me all about it. Yes. So I, uh, I'm in the EBA course and I'm in unit eight and I did what you said and I created a product sort of, but I wanted to bring my email listers into a beta. Now, I speak to professional cleaners. So my blog, my business, online business, speaks to other businesses. I did not want to give this away for free. And I didn't want two or three people to sign up for free, me just randomly find two or three people. I wanted to send it to my email list and let them decide if they wanted to. So I put a price on it. I was going to go for $97 because this particular beta was to help new cleaning business owners to find customers and teach them how to retain them. So I felt that it was profitable, just period. And um, I did. I I did what you said to do. I did the three tips. I did videos for my three tips. And and then I launched it to my list of 2,500 people. Ruth. Two people signed up. Two. And I lowered the price the day of launch just because I was scared. I didn't do that scared. I lowered the price to $77. First day, you get $15 off. So $62 the first day. One person signed up. And I sat there for hours just looking and refreshing my page and nobody. Eventually, I had to live my real life. And go get my kids from school, (laughs) do laundry, and, you know, do some bookkeeping for my real business, which I still own a cleaning service business. And so sometime that night, someone signed up. And then the next day, someone signed up. And I I was like, okay, it's slow, you know, but if I can get 10 people, I'm good. I'm good, right? I really hoped for 25 people. Like, that number was in my head. I thought I can handle that. I can do that. I can get 25 people to the finish line and, you know, two people the entire week, no matter what. So that was that. Then Sunday. So the beta is finding cleaning customers. Okay. Short title. And I had already given them all the explanation that they needed. They know what's going on. They know why I'm doing. Okay. Um, on Sunday, this, just this past Sunday, I sent an email to say something like, oh, man, what did I do? Did I go wrong some kind of way? Tell me what did I do? I just wanted to know why didn't they sign up? You know, the other 2,498 people. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. So, what did you learn? Yeah, I learned. I asked them. I said, um, was it priced too high? 75%. So it's 17 people responded. 75% of those said, no, it wasn't priced too high. I said, was it a good fit for you at this time? 
They said yes. 49% said yes. And then my other question was, so what, what are you struggling with right now with your business? Finding customers. <laughs> finding clients. <laughs> building my business. I was like, are you kidding me? Yes. Stacy. It sucks, right? It sucks to oh. put something out there and have nobody buy it. It is it is a very deflating feeling. So first of all, I just want to I want to I want to recognize a couple of things. First of all, how how yucky it feels when that happens. Yeah. Especially when it's your first time, you're putting it out there, right. you're like all excited. It's ner- it's terrifying to put your little baby out there into the world and then have it's worse than having people trample on it because they just are ignoring your beautiful baby. So that is all like everything you're feeling right now is totally 100% completely normal. And, and I want to recognize you for putting it out there, but here's my big, but that the whole purpose of a beta launch is not to sell a certain number. I mean, if you do, great. That's wonderful. It's not to sell a certain number. It is to learn because you can never know what you're starting from until you put it out there for the first time. And there are so many things that you can learn from. And as you are already learning, it wasn't priced too high. It's possible that it was priced too low. Oh, It's possible that people thought, thought, what is this actually going to teach me if it's, if she's only charging this much? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's one. So they're struggling to find customers. You know, you're, you know, you're on the right track with, with the felt need of what your audience needs, but there are so many other things that it could have been. So pricing is one thing The messaging is another thing, the way that you were that your emails were going, the number of emails that you sent, um, the way that you presented it, your sales page, the the marketing of the product itself, your graphics, your cover image, your logo, whatever you use for that. There's a million different things that it could have been that could have been wrong. So what you need to find out first of first, now you do have two customers. So that's amazing. Celebrate the fact that you have two customers. No two customers. Um, did you not this okay what did you do with your customers this was the cherry on the top today like rude (laughs) oh no oh my god oh i I almost don't want to hear it take this person and shake them until they their eyes pop (laughs) would be because no i had the audacity. So I worked earlier today. I came home. I checked my emails. Why would I do that before coming on the podcast with you? Because I had gotten over last week for the most part. Okay. I, I cried every day. I licked my wounds. I was done. Fried hard, egg over easy, done. I opened my emails today and one of the ladies said, can I please have my money back? Yeah. So now you have one customer. Okay. Did she say why, did she say why she wanted her money back? She said that at this time she could not take the course and can she just please, please have her money back. And me, oh, I was so wise. I gave a seven day, you know, refund 
policy on it. So she had until Saturday, but yeah, it doesn't matter. She, so now I feel like, do you know that Rihanna character on the cartoon Home? Yeah, I feel sad, mad. That's how I feel. So I feel so mad and just, again, sad. But and I'm like, yeah. Okay, Stacy. Yes. I know that you feel sad, mad, and you have every right to feel sad, mad. You do. Absolutely. Everybody in your shoes would feel sad, mad. And I yeah. guarantee you that there are people listening right now to this going, oh, that is my worst nightmare. That is why I don't want to do this kind of stuff. That is why this, why having a business scares me. Yeah. And it's true because failure sucks. It does not feel good. It does right. not feel good. But it is how you learn. It is the only way to learn. And it is the only way that you will be able to get better and and start to figure out what's working. You've already started to get some data on right. what, you know, pricing, for instance, that your pricing was too low. Uh, you've already started to get some data on what people are actually looking for. You know that you're selling the right product. So that right. is a good thing. What you don't know yet is how to get people to actually take that take that step and yeah. and convince them to get that product. What is it that's that is holding them back? There's a lot more things that you're going to need to work on. Okay. And some of those things I think are going to come out of this conversation that we're having because you have this cleaning business right. that you've been very successful in, in real life. It's a service-based business. You've been doing it for 27 years. Yes. Like, you know your stuff, yes. right? Yes, ma'am. And you have a ton to offer to people who are looking to start a cleaning business. Right. You have expertise out the wazoo mm-hmm. that, you can, that you can share. Right. So now it's a matter of figuring out how are you actually going to sell that information and get people to, to buy for things? I have a few ideas <laughs> after okay. looking at your site. Oh, God. I do. Okay. Do you, want me to, do you want me to share them with you? Please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dive right into my tough love. So first of all, um, and you, you wrote this on your intake thing. First of all, your website Okay. Some help. Mercy. Mercy. I know. I know. But okay. So like, okay. You didn't ask for an explanation. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to give me an explanation? You can give me an explanation. I'll take it. I put the bigger thing in front and I said, I can't redo that right now. Okay. But I do need to change a few things. Like I really need to resonate more or at least let my message be known that I am speaking to you because when you get to my site, you see a picture of me and my husband. Mm-hmm. It is assumed he's the janitor. I'm his wife, but it's not the case. I speak to new cleaning service providers. So I started the business seven years before my husband joined my business. Yeah. So I need to make that my picture. And then I, I need to t- tell people where to go first. And my list needs to be segmented. Now that I know who's on my list, but I've not touched my website since I started EBA 2017. So I get it. It is, but mercy, it's, 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 it's not appealing. (laughs) 
Uh, no, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> oh I'm gonna. I'm. I'll be. I'll be honest and say that it's pretty bad, actually. Oh um, <laughs> so that's definitely should be high on your priority list. Okay. But what I want to talk to you about, more importantly than even your site redesign, which let's just like let's let's be real here. That needs to be high on your on your list of takeaways from this call. We need to do a site redesign. But okay. before you do your site redesign, let's talk about a little bit about strategy. Okay. Because I think what's so interesting about your business and what you're doing here is that you have a business. You have a successful offline business. You have a successful service-based business that you've been doing for 27 years that is generating a healthy full-time income. And this online side of your business is this whole new venture that you're trying to teach people basically how to create their own successful cleaning service businesses that you've done for so long. And there's lots of people out there who are looking for a side hustle or looking to start a cleaning business. That that is, There are lots of people out there who are searching for that. So I think what sets you apart from most EBA students or from people who just start an online business as their first and primary business is that you have something hugely valuable already. You have a, you have, you are coming in. I always tell people as they're starting an online business, you don't need to be an expert. You can write about your process of figuring things out and write about that. You don't have to come at things as being an expert, but in your case, you actually are an expert. So that is a, I want you to have a little bit of a different strategy in the way that you're looking at your your website and what you're putting out there and how you're growing, how you're being strategic about growing your list and getting, getting people to your list. Because what I saw from your website is that first of all, it looks pretty amateurish. You do not look like an expert or a professional on that. You don't look like somebody who I would, who, or your website does not look like a site that I would go to and think this person can teach me how to start a business. If you want to be business to business, B2B, you need, you need to level up a notch. It has to, you have to get a professional website. It needs to be, it needs to be credible. You have to have that credibility and that's, that's important. So one of the reasons why I would guess that your, that your course didn't convert a B2B course is that it didn't have, it didn't feel as credible as it should have would be, that would be probably one of my guesses. Um, especially if you were underselling yourself, um, and not charging enough. So that's number one, but the number, number two is when you're thinking about strategy and thinking about, you actually have something that is hugely valuable. And so while content marketing is a great way to attract people and to get to get people to notice you. It's a great way to get SEO, especially in your case, people are probably searching, yeah. searching, especially on Google, how to start a cleaning business, things like that. You should be optimizing the heck out of your site for SEO. But I think you're giving too much free content away. Was I only clicked on one of your posts, but it was, it must've been like 5,000 5, words. It was so long. It was, it was very, I forget what it was about. It was about how to, oh, how to price, how to do quotes or something like that. And it was an amazing post giving away incredible, super valuable information. I mean, that was, that, that 
blog post could have been a mini course for your for people that you could sell. In fact, I would tell you right now, like shorten that to less than a thousand words, give some bullet points, and then create a mini course to go along with that. Your stuff needs to be your stuff is so valuable, and especially because you're you're going to be hitting a very niched market. You're not right. looking, you're not looking to have millions of people. You're looking to right. have thousands of very targeted customers, right. right? Yes. So you can't give it all away for free. You really can't. Being in such a small niche, the smaller mm-hmm. your niche and the more hone, dialed in you are to what you're providing the less for free that you need to give away and the more you should be charging for your services. Does that make sense? Oh, Ruth. Yes, ma'am. Because, <laughs> okay. because it's true. I, I give too much away. Oh, yeah. You're giving too much away. If, if that was any, if that post that I looked at was any indication of what you're giving away, you're giving way too much away. No, that was my last post. And that was probably, yeah, it stays in the top 10. Yeah, and there's one before that that I did two years ago <clears throat> that's similar. And again, it, stayed, it always rises to the top no matter what I put out. So, yeah. So those type of posts, so you mean it rises to the top 10 in terms of traffic, people are searching for it, it does well. Okay, yes. so creating those kind of posts are great because that's what's driving your traffic. But to be more strategic with that, I would create an individual lead magnet that goes along with that post that then leads into a tripwire. So whatever your lead magnet is, it needs to just be like a one page cheat sheet or something like that. And then your tripwire is, Hey, here's this mini course for how to price your, how to price your products. And it could be related to that specific thing. So I think you could start to have a lot of smaller products. Like you're going to want to build up your product ladder. So having some smaller products that are giving very targeted lessons and then having a bigger course and a bigger offering. That's your signature course that this is how you start your own cleaning business. And maybe it includes those, those mini courses in there, but it is like the big kahuna. And that's more of a like $997 course or something like that. That's you, because again, you're not looking at at ever having millions of customers. You're not going to have a million people on your email list. That's just not going to happen because you're, you're in. And I think that there's Mm -hmm. a, clearly there's going to be a fairly large market for what you're offering, but it's not going to be millions of people. It's going to be thousands of people. And so you need to have higher priced products in order to create a, a higher revenue also. Yes. Does that make sense? Oh, all of it. Okay. I'm right there with you. Yes. <laughs> because Good. I thought about this. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I thought about all of this. Yes. Good. So why aren't you doing it then? Okay. Because I just had this fail. So I thought about this <laughs> after. <laughs> I, I'm so serious. I know there was so much I put on the back burner on the table, just trying to get this beta done. Yeah. And um, uh, surveying my my uh, email list over and over, like four or five times, just to make sure that I did this one product. And so I know it's on the money, but you're right about the site design, and you're so right about having mini courses. So, and I've got three in mind, which Good. correspond with my within my top ten posts. So, yeah. Good. 
And then I would go a step further with those mini courses. I would set up really great sales pages for all of them. So you're going to need help. You're, I, I don't, I yeah. get the feeling design's not your thing. No, ma'am. So <laughs> you're going to need, you're going to need help in that area. That was me. That was me being gentle. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you're going to. You're going to need help in that area. You're going, you're going to need yeah. help putting together some okay. sales pages that are converting. You know, start looking at examples of people okay. that you know. EBA is a great resource for to, to find other people. Say, hey, share with me your high converting sales pages. Show me what they look like. Start putting – but then you could start doing running ads directly to your sales pages okay. and selling those products directly just to cold audiences. And that would help also start to grow, grow your customer base, but you're growing paid customers. Cause I think many courses like that would probably convert, okay. uh, pretty well. Facebook, especially Facebook is, it is so good at, if you do run an ad to a broad audience, they're so good at honing in on the right people. And so you don't have to even be that targeted with, with, with trying to find the right customers to target on Facebook anymore. Facebook is, Facebook is doing a great job of figuring that out for you. Okay. So I think you could, you could have some success with that of driving people straight to your sales pages. I think that I would like to see you looking at your business a little bit differently of more more product-based, less, less content focused. I know one of your biggest questions is I have limited time. I'm still trying to run a cleaning business. How do I maximize my time? Well, I don't think for you spending time on social media is worth your while. That's just not, Mm -mm. unless you're, unless you're paying for ads, that would be probably Mm -hmm. worthwhile. And you, the only reason way I would pay for ads is if you are either running straight to a free tripwire or a free a free opt-in that has a great high converting tripwire afterwards that's offsetting the cost or you are running ads straight to a sales page for one of these mini courses and getting people yes. into your orbit with a small with a lower priced item so that you can then warm them up on your list and get them eased into the idea of paying $997 for this bigger product that is actually going to teach them what they want which is how to start as or how to create a successful cleaning business, right? Yes, ma'am. All of it. All <laughs> okay. of it. So when it comes to your website, I want you to, <laughs> okay. and, and your website design, which def- is step number one, you need to change that. You need to, that's going to be, that's the face of your business online. Okay. And okay. so think about it. that. You right. want to put your best face forward. So I think a really good example for you to use and to sort of model your site after a little bit is is looking at a website like the Elite Blog Academy website versus, okay. say, Living While Spending Less, which is our blog. Right. So we do have a blog on Elite Blog Academy, but if you go to EliteBlogAcademy.com, what you see there is more of a sales page on the front. Even though Elite Blog Academy is not open right now, that homepage is dedicated to selling Elite Blog Academy. Our primary goal when somebody comes to our homepage is not to send them to the blog. It's to get them to sign up for our waiting list because they want to hopefully join Elite Blog Academy. And I mean, that that homepage converts, I think, has like a 10% on-site conversion rate oh, or something okay. really, really, really high. Like one in 10 people that come to that site are opting into our list just so that they can get on the wait list. 
Okay. So we do have a blog on there. And I think it's, again, I think it's going to be important for you to have some free blog content that you are optimizing for SEO, especially especially those ones that you were talking about, but you th- uh, shorten those really long ones okay. by a lot. Don't give away the farm in those posts. That one, I was, I was dying when I was looking at it. I mean, it's so good. It's really good. So okay. anybody who's listening to this, sorry, it's going to be too late. You're not even going to be able to see it because Stacey's going yes, to take ma'am. that down as soon as she gets off this call. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I sure will. But you can go and get her, her mini course because that's going to be amazing. <laughs> But yeah, I think you, you want to have some content, um, and you want to continue optimizing that. Of course, you're going to want to write a lot of posts that are, how do I start a cleaning business? How do I do, how do I start a cleaning business? If I'm X, Y, Z, or if I'm H, Y, G or whatever it is, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of tailor that to the things that people will be searching for so that you can continue to drive traffic that way. I think for you specifically, search engine traffic is probably going to be your best, uh, your best form of traffic and lead generation. Um, aside from paid from aside from paid traffic and running ads directly to your lead magnets or sales pages. Okay. I, you may, I mean, Pinterest, I don't know how much, how much Pinterest is driving traffic for you. I mean, Pinterest tends to drive traffic for everybody, but people are, would probably be searching more on Google for, for that specific thing. And you want to make sure like it's, it's okay for you to niche down. You don't need to go broad. You want to be, you want to be niched. You want to be attracting the people that are looking to start a cleaning business. Cause those are the people that are going to buy your product and your only goal. You don't care if you only ever have 5,000 people on your list. If those 5,000 people right. are people that want to start a cleaning business, cause those are your people. That's right. Right. So you should feel good about the fact that you have 2,500 people on your list, but I do. I would also be a little like one of the reasons that your conversion rate may have been lower on your, on this course that you just launched. My suspicion is that some of your content may be attracting people who are, were just interested in cleaning and not necessarily a cleaning business. Is that possible? Maybe. You're okay. right. You're right. Just want cleaning tips for their house. Right. Yeah. So that's where I would be really, really, really careful about not being afraid to niche down. I know there's this temptation to go more broad, especially with when you have such great cleaning tips, right? You probably have so much information to share about specifically about cleaning and how you clean things, but that's actually not going to attract the right people. The people that you need to attract are the people who want to start a cleaning business. So those are the type of blog posts that you want to write. And then I would also, those are the types of tips that I would be giving within your email also, so that the people who aren't, who aren't there supposed to be there will kind of drop off or they'll or they'll get more interested in starting a cleaning business, either one or the other. They'll either decide that's not for them or they'll be like, well, maybe I could do this. Um, in which case, then they, they would become your people. Yes. That, that's it. Yes. Ruth, all of this is great. This is, <laughs> this is all of the things I said I was going to do as soon as I got a chance because of last week. 
is to let it be known through my first emails. This is for cleaning business owners. Yes. That's true. Yes. And it's, and that is a hard thing to do. And, and like I said, it's, it is hard to have things not go the way that you want them to. It's hard to have something that feels like a flap. It is a gut check, right? It is that moment where you go, Oh, what am I doing? Why am I spending all this time doing this? I, I'm a loser. I mean, I get the whole script. It goes through my head every time something doesn't go the way I, you should hear, you should hear, hear me talk to my husband sometimes. I'm like, Oh, I'm such a loser. I mean, and he is just, he rolls his eyes at me and, and he has to like talk me off the ledge and tell me you're not a loser. It's okay. And here's why. And so that's what I'm basically going to do for you. You're not a loser. And here's why, because it was a beta. And because the whole purpose of a beta is to learn. And because part of being an entrepreneur is trying things and having some things work and some things not work. And this is not going to be your last failure in your business. So I hate to tell you that, but it's not, but at least you got the first one out of the way. And so next time it does, it won't feel quite so bad. You'll go, Oh, well this one isn't as bad as the first one. So great. And that's kind of what, and that's kind of what happens. And that's, and that's the attitude that you really have to have. And it sounds like you're, you are getting to that point. I'm getting there. (laughs) It's going to be good. I think that this is going to give you a new direction that is really going to help you create something that is sustainable. Like you really need to leverage the fact that you have this expertise that not everybody has. So your job is not to be the most popular cleaning blogger out there. That's not what you're trying. That's not what you're trying to do. You don't care if people are following you on Instagram. I don't think you should Uh, care at all about that. mm -hmm. You care that you are getting business owners on your email list and then you are selling them your products. Those are the only things I want you to focus on. Okay. Okay. I sure will. I sure will. And you know what, Ruth, a little bit about that, if I could, if I. Sure. So, you know, the thing of it is that in my world, in the professional cleaning business um, space, in that ownership space, and for those who are, are in social media and active there and YouTubers and on Instagram and all of this and that, they are selling the dream of becoming millionaire cleaning business owners. I never made a million dollars off my cleaning business. We made mid six figures at the height of our business. And that's that. So sometimes I feel like, oh man, what do I have to say? Because, you know, I never made a million dollars and I'm not going to pretend that I did. Because to me, if you can make six figures like I did, it, you could just keep going, keep doing what you're doing and stop doing what doesn't work. That's it. I mean, there's no, that's it. I just, at that point was when I realized I had already achieved everything I wanted. I got the house. I got debt free. My husband was with me cleaning. All of our systems were up and go. I was having my kids. I stayed home with each child for a year. I was an absentee business owner and my business didn't fail, you know, and so I achieved everything I wanted. I needed something different, which is why I started the blog. But seeing sometimes I feel like, oh, you know, who are these people selling this dream of 
you know, being a million dollar cleaning business owner, which you can. However, I, I feel a little like, oh, maybe I won't put that post out there. You know, I feel funny. And of course, I get it. I get it. You know, like I'm a big girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm 47. Like I'm not in high school anymore. So I get it. Okay. You want to hang out over there? Way, you go, yeah. Yeah, I can. Do you see my Instagram account? Like I cold stopped. I didn't anymore. I was done because I wasn't getting conversions from Instagram. So I stopped. Good. I get it. Like everybody is on Instagram. Nope. Not me because it wasn't working for me. Okay, first but, of all, not everybody okay. is on Instagram. I haven't posted okay. on Instagram in like three months. Okay. And I promise you my business has never been doing never been better. So uh, not everyone is on Instagram and honestly right. Instagram does not does not convert for a lot of people. And people that yeah. think Instagram converts <laughs> haven't focused on email. I can tell you that right now. Okay. <laughs> I've, had, okay. I've had this conversation with big big Instagrammers. Um, but I think there's more, there's more that you just mentioned there that I want to dive into. So first of all, I don't know who these million dollar cleaning company are, but, um, every niche has a few people that for you, they, it probably feels like, Oh my gosh, they're the big fish and I'm this nobody. And how am I ever going to compete? But guess what? This is what I want to say to you. Okay. It is a very big world out there. Yeah. And I promise you that almost no one has actually heard of those people that you're talking about. I've never heard of those people that you're talking about. I have no idea who those people are. And I pro- I bet 99% of the people that are listening right now have never heard of any of those people either. Okay. So you comparing yourself to those people is not serving you at all. Because the reality is that when I listen to what you just said about the fact that you've had this successful cleaning company for 27 years that was a six-figure cleaning company that allowed your husband and you to work together, that allowed you to take a year off after each of your kids and have your business be completely sustainable. Girl, you got all the credibility in the world. You don't need, (laughs) you don't need to prove yourself to anyone. Like that is what, if, if you could help other people create that, that would be amazing. And I think that that's what what your people are going to be looking for. So, so own that. Don't you need to like puff up your chest and, and own your bad self because that is, that is, that's amazing what you've done, what you've created and what you've built and what you have and the expertise that you have from that. Now you have to find a way to transfer that to other people. But if, if, if you're getting caught up with compare, comparing yourself to other people in your industry, then man, you got to you got to stop comparing. You got to unfollow all of those people on Instagram. That's your next assignment. Unfollow all of them. Stop looking to see what they're doing. Just don't even worry about it. It doesn't matter. You do your thing. Build up your site, create an amazing website which is your hub, which is your home base where people can find you. It shows your credibility right there. You need to tell your story right there on the front page. I'm Stacy. This is what I've done. This is what I can teach you. And that's like you need to craft that narrative and bring that out and 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 then own it because you you are incredible and what you have done is incredible. And I think you have something huge, huge to offer people. 
Thank you. So next steps, we're going to first get rid of Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I'm not on it. I'm not on it. And you're not following anyone else? No, no, no. So the people, those particular people, <laughs> those people are our, um, my people intertwine with them. So I only know of one millionaire, okay? The other people are just, I don't know if they're posers or what. They they won't even say the name of their business. They, so, Chances you know. are they're posers. Yeah, so, you know, So whatever. let's just, whatever you have to do to, re, to remove those people from your orbit, okay. remove them from your orbit, and you do you, okay? okay. Sometimes okay. it's best to just okay. turn off turn off the noise. So that's number one, Got turn it. off the noise. Number yes. two, Redo yes. your site. <laughs> okay. I got <laughs> And really work on creating a, a homepage that is essentially a sales page for what for you and for what you have to offer okay. and for how you're going to help people and make them make them want what you have. Okay. Got it. You can ha- still have your blog on there, just not the homepage. And Step three would be then to start creating these mini courses. Mini courses. Yes, yep. ma'am. Mini courses. Yes. Start, stop giving away all your amazing content because it's really good. Start making some mini mini courses, products that you can start selling right away. Got it. You got this. Thank you, Ruth. It's going to be amazing, Stacey. Yes. I can't wait to check in with yes. you in a few yes. months and see how things are see how things are going. Okay. Give me a lot of months because I'm a slow mover. Cause, oh my God. I think I need to give you not very many months so that you can actually be forced to get it done. Oh, yeah. I, I, I am a rule follower. I am a rule oh. follower. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. If you're a rule follower, then I need to give you like a strict deadline. <laughs> oh, no, please don't do that. <laughs> because, okay, so I'm a rule follower and then an outcast. But oh. then I took it again last week because I couldn't find those the original results I did back yeah. in March. I am now number one outcast and then rule follower. Oh, rule follower is number two. Yeah, yeah. So oh. and they stayed at 49%, so I'm not very high okay. on either one. Yeah, so but I will well, do what you said. Okay, okay, good. Well, okay. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what happens. Okay. I think All it's right. going to be huge for you. Okay. Hang in there, Stacy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. As we talked about during her call, Stacy's situation is a little bit different than a lot of the business owners I coach at Elite Blog Academy. She's starting her online business with an, a successful existing offline business already in place. That gives her a measure of credibility and expertise that most people just don't have, and she needs to find a way to leverage that. What's more, Stacy is looking to target a very niched audience. Her goal is to teach other cleaning business owners or those who aspire to be how to create a successful, profitable cleaning business based on her own 27 years of experience. Business owners are generally a lot more willing to pay for solutions, especially for good solutions, which means that Stacy needs to start offering less free content and a whole lot more paid products. Right now, she is giving away way too much valuable information that she could and should be charging for. So just to recap, these were the three biggest action steps that we identified she needs to take right now. 
first, before she does anything else, Stacy needs to stop comparing herself to any competitors out there and just own the fact that she is an incredible business owner with incredible experience and that experience is her biggest asset. She needs to turn off the noise, stop paying attention to what her competitors are doing, and start focusing on her own business and her own story. The next thing she needs to do is redesign her website because right now it's basically a hot mess. It looks amateur and like she did it herself, which she probably did. But if Stacy wants to sell herself as the expert that she actually is, she needs a website that conveys professionalism and competence and credibility. There should be an instant feeling of, wow, this woman knows what she's talking about. And her blog posts are necessary to continue driving that search engine traffic that she's already started to attain, but they shouldn't be the main focus of her site. It needs to share her story, talk about her experience, and be more like a sales page for herself and her credibility and make people want her to teach them how to be her. And then third, she needs to start creating and selling products rather than giving away all her content and resources for free. Stacy knows her stuff and she has expertise that other cleaning business owners really need. She needs to start by creating some mini courses on specific topics, which she can start selling right away, then work on creating her big signature course, which will be a whole lot more comprehensive and teach people the Stacy method of starting a professional cleaning business. But all in all, I think Stacy's online business actually has amazing potential, and I can't wait to see how she turns things around. In the meantime, don't forget that if you would like to get all the show notes to this episode, along with all the links to everything that we just talked about, you can find it all at doitscared.com slash episode 86. Once again, you can get all the show notes and links on our website at doitscared.com slash episode 86. And while you're there, be sure to also take our fear assessment to find out exactly how fear might be holding you back. And then if you have a business or you've been thinking about starting a business, be sure to go take our free training at doitscared.com slash EBA. And then before we go, I just want to say, as always, that I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you want to see addressed on the Do It Scared podcast, please feel free to reach out either via email or just by messaging me on Instagram. And guys, that does it for this episode of the Do It Scared with Ruth Zuka podcast. Thank you for joining me today. And if you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would post a review on iTunes and then While you're there, be sure to subscribe to be notified of new episodes. And speaking of upcoming episodes, oh my gosh, you guys, next week's is so good. I am chatting with Daniel Coyle, author of the incredible book, The Culture Code, about all the secrets of successful groups and what it takes to create an amazing culture. He has some amazing advice to share that will change the way you deal with people, whether you're a boss, an employee, a parent, or pretty much anyone else. And so I will catch you then.